Shelves are full, and what's on them often forgotten. Sad games and some other media silently cry out to be played again. And given the attention that they deserve, this is why John and Dave get together each week. They force each other to take one of these sad games off the shelf, dust it off, and give it some love. Their discussions of games and other game-related topics will surely go off the deep end, but they always pay homage to those that are shelved and forgotten. Wobble Puffet, Wobble Puffet. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Sheldon Forgotten. Episode 8, part of the Dayspace Podcast Network that can be supported over at Patreon at patreon.com slash dayspace. My name is David Moore. Of course, joining me is my favorite man to talk to cams on the internet every single week is Johnny Casino. Hey, what's up, Dave? I mean, <laughs> yo, yo. <laughs> what's up, man? First, Dude, wait, go ahead. First of all, you put out a YouTube video this week. Yeah, it was, it was, it was okay. It was, it was, it was a, um, a learning experience, we'll say. <laughs> I'm I'm glad you did it. I'm glad I did it, but man, there's got to be an easier way to do it than what I did. Like, <laughs> I, all the little pieces and moving them around and figuring out which ones to put it, and then realizing I I should have put a mask on before I let people see what I look like. Now that we're you know actually recording live and other people can see what I look like right now. <laughs> Nobody watches the video version of the show. It's usually okay. or usually in the clear. <laughs> <laughs> of course, this show is always available on, on, on YouTube if you guys want to watch it. Uh, but we, we, like, we like you to listen to Johnny's soothing radio voice that he supposedly has. Yeah, I mean, that's the rumor. Uh, yeah, rumor has it. No, no, bad. <laughs> Different show. <laughs> There's one show where it's allowed to make song puns, and this is not the one where we make song puns. Hey, so I haven't told you yet. I am super excited about today. You know why I'm excited about today, Dave? No, John. Tell me why you're excited about today. Dude, it's podcast day. <laughs> it is podcast I, I, I have been... This is, I, I, this is the closest I, to actual release I think you and I have ever recorded. No, we've recorded on Friday before. Have we? I don't know. Yeah, every time I work this schedule, we record on a Friday. Okay. But it's been almost two weeks since the last time that you and I actually like, sat down together to record, only because of the way my work schedule works and the, you know, our recording schedule works around that. Um, But man, with the way this week has been, I have been needing a podcast day. Like, I have been needing this right here. Oh, and yeah. I'm going I'm to I'm tell you why, as, as my, my pre-show rant, I'll call it. So, you mean our show rant, right? Because this is all this. <laughs> well, yeah, but it's before we get into the bulk of what our show normally is, right? Or what it's or supposed, or, yeah, what it's supposed to be. <laughs> so, this week is the week that I'm. I would normally work Monday through Thursday during the daytime. So I work twelve hour shifts. So it's kind of like my long during the during the week, you know, shifts. I was going to be taking Wednesdays a vacation day because my wife had a doctor's appointment. That way I could be home for when the kids get home from school and all that stuff. 
things didn't turn out this way. So I put in for a new job recently in my company. And I don't know how other companies work. If you just get promotions or whatever, but this is kind of a, it's, it's kind of like a lateral move. Okay. Um, it, it'll, it'll, it, it'll, it'll change a lot of things, but it, it's not, it's not like a move up necessarily. It's one that hopefully will lead to moving up. Not the point. Okay. So I get this call. It's like, Hey, we're doing interviews in Middletown, Ohio on Wednesday. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I've already got my shift covered for Wednesday. So I, so I, I went in on Monday. I moved my vacation day to Tuesday because when I travel for stuff like this, I get paid by the company for traveling and you know, it's like a work day for me. Right. Which is, which is the best way to do an interview, by the way. So, and then I fly out Wednesday. Now I had everything set up perfect for flying out Wednesday. I was flying out at five o'clock in the morning, uh, which isn't, which is only perfect because of the way it fell on my schedule. Not perfect for someone that had to get up at two o'clock in the morning. So fly out, fly out at five from this little airport near my house. Had a, had a layover in Dallas. I was going to be there for probably about 20 minutes before I boarded the next plane. Wait, 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 wait. You flew like what? What was that flight? 45 minutes? Uh, I want to say they said 36 in the air. You go up and then down. <laughs> yeah. But, but okay. So there's two airports in Houston. There, okay. There's there's Bush Intercontinental Airport, which is huge and uh-huh. like a massive hub for all these different places. And then there's Houston Hobby, which is like a Southwest hub. Okay. And then like other small flights. So so Southwest will fly directly from there to certain locations. That's like me flying though to where you were though. <laughs> like. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, actually, it probably. Yeah, yeah. It's about the same distance. Yeah. <laughs> so so, but I had a layover. I had a layover in Dallas. So it was, it, literally, I, I was getting to get to the terminal about the time they start loading, and then I was going to get to Cincinnati, drive through Cincinnati for like the forty five minutes to my to my uh, my interview. I'd have like an hour buffer of extra time, right? Pretty good. Right. And, and then I have about an hour extra time that more than I needed to get back to the airport to get back on a plane and do the exact same thing backwards. Yeah. Right. Here's what happens. I get to the airport stupid early. I park, which was great. Um, I, I get in there. I do my thing. I fly to Dallas. I land in Dallas. I don't have a, I don't have a gate number on my, on my next ticket. I had all four of my tickets to go all the way through and back. I got them all at one time. Right, all the little like boarding passes because they're all the same day. And I get there, I look up, and there's already like a two and a half hour delay on my flight. Oh, God. And I was like, oh, I was like, are you serious? And as it went on, it got longer and longer. So I had to call. Luckily, I know the hiring manager. I loosely know the hiring manager. He works literally across the hall from me at my current position. Oh, my God. Uh, but the interviews were in Ohio for, for other reasons. But so I call him up. He's like, don't worry about it. He's like, just get out here when you can. We'll, we'll be able to do the interview. When you get here, it's fine. So they moved our terminal like five times. Finally, we get on. I don't land. I was supposed to land at 1030 in the morning. Uh, I landed at 2 o'clock. Oh, I think my it was. God. Yeah. And then I drove the, uh, we'll say an hour out to Middletown, uh-huh. um, which, by the way, I didn't know what to expect out of Cincinnati, but it wasn't what I expected. Like that is a super industrial looking town. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> so I go out there. I get off the highway and I look around and everything's covered in snow. It was so beautiful. These For little you, neighborhoods. Yeah. For you. Yeah. Well, 
yeah yeah exactly but these little neighborhoods and there's like some not so nice neighborhoods and then there's like some like farmland looking stuff and there's some industrial stuff but everything just had this like beautiful like pristine layer of snow over all of it i get to the plants like 30 degrees outside maybe uh the warmest jacket i had was definitely not warm enough because i just don't own anything warm being from the houston area um i go through do all that stuff interview goes great um and then i drive back to the hotel now here's i'm trying to get where i want to go with this on the way back i got delayed again in dallas but i came back the next morning i had to fly back the next morning i stayed in the hotel uh, i ate at this awesome little place the hebron grill if you live anywhere near cincinnati airport the hebron i think it's hebron or hobron whatever the name of the town there is grill so delicious so good I had uh, some local beers on tap which i always try to grab local beer when i'm in an area great lakes uh no it's some some cincinnati brewery i don't oh, know what it was good. called that's better than, was, the, than the beer is called truth i think i don't know it was an ipa it there's was good. there's it was some there's a ton of local local beer near here it's yeah it's a, well, big, the, it's a big deal here, and I don't know if that's everywhere. Maybe it's just everywhere that way, but it seems like it's a big Ohio thing. It's growing everywhere. Uh, there are certain locations it's been there for a long time, and other ones where it's like in Houston, the craft beer scene is getting bigger and bigger. We both breach for a sip at the exact same time. Yeah, it makes for great, great radio. So, <laughs> so when I'm driving back, I'm like, okay, well, I have a little time to blow. It's like, what am I going to do? And so I started looking at like retro game stores. And so I found one that was like kind of between where I was going to be and where the airport was, which my hotel was right outside the airport. And uh, so I try to find it. So I'm following my maps and I'm driving around. I end up going right past the University of Cincinnati. Okay. And I drive down the street and I'm like, this is what a little college area looks like. Like, I'm sure these housing I'm seeing, I, I saw some of the kids going in and out. Like, this has got, I don't know if it was like fraternities and sororities or something like that they didn't look like that but i don't know what i, I don't know what i'd be looking for for that anyway <laughs> I don't know uh, but it was definitely like college age kids going in the place so i found some some street parking which i don't normally do because i don't like going downtown anywhere so i find a street parking it's like dead you know it's super dark outside cause it's about six o'clock and it gets dark by then i I've, i know nothing about where i am i'm having to like look at the the um like the uh, apple map thing on my phone to know where to walk to get to this place. I ended up a couple blocks over. I'm like, I'm going to get mugged out here, which, which I didn't. Uh, but I walked down and, and, and walking through this place was like being in a TV show. So I had a bunch of college girls that would run past every once in a while. Cause there was like uh, some dive bars. There's one place actually called the dive bar. I believe dive bars out there. And then there's a, there a spattering of what, what looked like college girls. And then there was, the spattering of like those the kids that you're pretty sure are stoners that you see like like the TV ones like the ones that you see sitting outside a place with a pizza on their lap dressed kind of in grunge even though grunge is gone and this was them like there was like all these out there and I was like these are just it's it's like walking through a TV set um and I found this place it was called like like CD slash game exchange or something like that have you ever been there? this place is actually pretty the, the cool the exchange. It's it's, it's, it's called it's, the CD. It's called rec, it used to be called Record Exchange. Well, and they, now the site says CD slash Game Exchange. Yeah, and they and up here it used to be called Record Exchange, right? And oh, then so this other, is this is a chain. So, yeah, it's a chain, which is why it's not that exciting to me. Um, I have one right up the street. 
and I actually don't like them very much, but that's a whole nother story. Um, well, I, and, I, and lately they've changed the branding to just be the exchange. But well, some, some of them are still kind of branded as like records slash whatever or CD slash whatever or. Their, their, their selection. Their selection of certain generations was really good. Their GameCube selection was was worthless. Uh, they had a decent number of NES games, a, a few N sixty four. Like I, I just I didn't think their selection was that great. I didn't find anything to jump on, but I, I want to go look because you never know when you're going to run across a gem. Right. Their, their so, pricing is never good either. <laughs> um, I I thought it was okay. Like there was a few things that they had that I thought was priced better than the place that I go to, and other stuff that I thought was way more expensive. It's everything in there for me is like like usually it's about at the absolute maximum that i'd ever pay for mm. whatever for for whatever the item is like yeah. it's it's not so high that i'm i'm upset about it but it's also not low enough where i'm like oh my god hand it to me yeah so anyway i finally made it back yesterday i was supposed to be back the other day before i got back yesterday with the delay i think i landed about 11 o'clock um, had to go up to my office for a little while to get my time card put in and whatever else. So because of that, I didn't play much games. Although, I, you know what I did play? Uh, Super Mario 2, the, the 3DS one, the coin with all the coins and stuff. I knew it was Super Mario Brothers 2? I don't, maybe, I don't know. It's the one for the 3DS. That's yellow and you get yeah, a lot of new, coins. New Super Mario Brothers 2. <laughs> yeah, ridiculous. <laughs> I played that because I just needed something to play, and I actually beat it, which I'd never beaten it before. And by beat it, I, I don't mean I got anywhere near everything. I made it to Bowser and took Bowser down. Right? That was that's 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 my definition of beating that game. Right. Uh, so I beat that. Um, that game. Have you played it? I played the first one on the DS. Okay. And then I played the Wii one, and I played the Wii U one. <laughs> okay. Well, this one's different though, because this one is different. like kids' gloves. Right, I mean, there's so many coins. I had 85 lives by the time I got done. Well, that sounds. I mean, you're probably better at games than me, but that sounds. No, 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 no. Oh God, I'm not. I'm not. Trust me. <laughs> uh, if you're good, you could easily have like a thousand lives by the time you're done with this thing. Just because it, it's one, it's not that hard to get through it. Right now, if you're trying to get every little thing, you might die trying to do that. But just to get to the levels, it's not that hard. Lives are everywhere because there's so many coins in these things. Yeah. So you're always getting extra lives. Um, I Until I got to Bowser, I didn't find anything that was really difficult to beat. And the only reason Bowser was difficult was because I, I, I kept trying to attack him and I had to realize that that's not the key. You just have to survive for a while right. with what's going on. So so anyway, so I did that. Um, what else do I want to tell you about? The, the, bummer, the bummer is that I couldn't get down to Cincinnati. Well, it's like a four and a half hour drive. Well, I went to New York in one day. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's the difference though between having one day and having a few hours, right? Yeah. So, so that's that was thing. And I thought about that when I found if I found I had to stay overnight, I, I I pulled up my map to look and see the distance between the two. And once I saw how far it was, I'm like, okay, I can't. Like, I have to fly out of the same airport for monetary reasons because American Airlines was going to switch my flight for free because I had to switch my flight because they were delayed so long. Right. Um same one and it would have been almost about four hours to get out there and then another four hours to get back and by the time all that happened i would have been there for like two hours maybe no sleep trying to drive back to a state i don't know 
right. of which which when I left my hotel the next morning, my phone said it was 12 degrees and that was without the wind chill. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty normal right now. <laughs> so it's, it's supposed to hit 72 degrees here today. It's it's a it's a scorching 15 degrees right now. That doesn't include yeah, wind that's, chill. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Um, uh, but I, I man, it's great. No, it's horrible. It's absolutely horrible. It's the worst. Yeah, but here's the thing, though, and I'll tell you that there's a chance if I get this new job, it's going to change a number of things. Uh, one, there's going to be weeks it's really going to we're really going to have to fight to figure out when the best time to record is. Um, but it could put me up there for, you know, weeks, a period weeks of time. time or yeah, days. because of what's because of what's up there and how things work, I could end up being up there for a couple of weeks and where I have a couple of days off. Right. So. Well, then it would be worth. Then it would be worth it. <laughs> yeah, uh, but besides that, I uh, I think I sent you messages a few days ago when I went pawn shopping again. Uh huh. And I I picked up two PS3 games and two PS2 games. No PS. No original PlayStation games. And I will talk about them when I get around to playing them for this because it's games that I did miss out on. But I tested everything out, and the PlayStation One games. That is a hard system to go back to. I, that is actually harder to go back to for some of these games than it is to go back to the N64. Oh, I think that totally depends on the game. I actually, I'm, I'm I, sure actually, I actually played a PS1 game that I picked up that I didn't play. That's what I played this week. Okay, we'll talk about okay, then we'll talk about the PS1 stuff and, and the difference in how these things controlled in. Um, but I wanted to give one last update before we dive into the show. Okay. Here's my update on The Last of Us. Oh, yeah. I need so this. after so a, so after the show came out. A number of people like asked me about getting other discs and stuff like that. So yesterday on the way home, I swung through the GameStop up the road. I'm like, okay, I can pick up another copy of it. Um, I can put it in. If it doesn't work, I can return it anyways. If it does work, well, I can still return it anyway, you just, right? You just return the other one. <laughs> yeah. So so you have you have seven days, but now because of the time of year, you actually I actually have to like January fifteenth to make returns. Well, that's nice. Yeah. Uh. So I do this, and the guy, I told the guy, I didn't tell the guy everything, whatever, but I told the guy, like, this is why I'm buying this copy. And it turns out it was only like a dollar more than I paid for it. It was like six bucks. It used to be like 12 or 13, not too long yeah, ago. Yeah, I know. I was like, that's, I was like, that, whoa, that's crazy. Okay. Yeah. So I take it home. The guy suggested delete everything except for the save files. I like, don't delete the save file. Delete any, any other remnants of this thing ever being on your machine. Keep the save file and then let it all load off this disk. So I did that and it worked weird so, man i got to play so i put about an hour into it yesterday uh maybe not that much i'm still only like 44 percent through um after getting recording before ben comes over i'm gonna try to put some more time um next week i think i'm gonna have some chances to play through and finish it i'm so excited so excited and then and then i can put off getting a ps4 for a while <laughs> because i won't need it just to play this game that's not justification it's not this game but Crash, Crash Bandicoot is okay. Sorry. <laughs> okay, I'm trying. So, I'm trying to justify my PlayStation Four at this point. I'm, I'm gonna tell you. I'm at. I'm at a point where I'm like, God, do I even really like this thing at all? Because I don't. Like, please, so, I need something to make me love it. And I'm this, really this, hoping it's that Crash game. This is what I'm gonna tell you right now. I've recently discovered. And this is actually what Ben and I are going to be talking about on our next episode. That's going to come out in a week, a week after. No, no, no. It'll be a week after this episode airs. Um, we're going to be talking about which which console should someone own, 
starting probably started like the the uh ps1 n64 era we're going to work our way through and just talk about the different different generations and which ones were winners and we'll probably argue a bit because he's always been an xbox guy i've always been a playstation guy but one thing while thinking about all this i i realized i think it was yesterday i realized that i think i i think had i know what i know now i should have one bought the ps4 to start with and then now be buying an xbox one because i actually agree with you well, but yeah, because if going, going, and that's, and that's what I did. And I'm very happy with that. Yes. But you, but you were missed by a little bit yeah. because you don't have the one slim or the one S. Well, I, I did that intentionally. Oh, okay. Cause that's, yeah, that's I, what I, I'm looking I, at. From. I, I, wa- I wanted the cheaper Xbox. That was, that was a conscious decision to buy. Cause I look, anything that's multi-platform, I'm going to buy PlayStation four probably. Right. Unless, yeah. you know, somebody says, hey, I'm playing this on Xbox. I'll be like, okay, I'll play it with you on Xbox. That's fine. But I don't need the new fancy Xbox. I don't care. But, you know, th- this is what, like, it, from my perspective, right, like, having to get a new one now between the two, there, it's, like, between the two Slims, the Xbox One S is the better of the new ones. Yes. Yes. Right? And so, like, if I were to do that, that like let's say I'd bought the let's say I'd bought the PS4 to start with. And then now I was looking, do I get the Xbox One or not? Well, I have a 4K TV with HDR now. Right? Yeah, Just, I see that you have then, that. Yeah, then I'd be like, oh, well, I'm definitely gonna go get this now. Like it, it but see with the with the, the play, PlayStation 4, I mean, there's some games I want to play, but I don't have that extra thing that says, Hey, I need to go get this now. Right, because you need a 4K HDR Blu-ray player. Like well, I, I don't, you, I don't, but it's a, it's a justification. You, you have the TV. It's the same reason that everybody and their mom owned a PS2. The PS2 was the best DVD player on the market and still is to this day. And that is not, that is, that is a default. That is not even an argument. That's just the, the, the mark of mastery. Yeah. All right. So let's get into. I'm gonna let's we'll start with what you're playing because what I'm playing is gonna lead directly into my topic. I was gonna play an N64 game. Hey, that, so was that, I. That plan changed. That's all right. Um, okay, no, no, no. Here's here's what I want to ask real quick. Why did that plan change? Because I was already on my PS3, and okay. and, and then I ran out of time <laughs> to play the game that I was gonna play. Okay. Um, I I, I probably played through the Crash Bandicoot games once every year. I swear is to that God. what you played? No, that's not what I played. Uh, but oh. but I, I bring it up because that's why I was on my PS3 playing my PS1 classics. Okay. Okay. I no, wait, wait, pause. Okay. Is your PS3 play? Is your is your PS3 one of the original ones? It's all backwards compatible? No, it's not. Oh man. My original I, one I, was, I, and that mine, one broke. My, mine broke too. It's okay. That makes looking back at it now, that makes me super upset because I would love to not have to move my PS2 around to whatever screen I want to play on. Luckily, I can. No, I would love I would love my PS3 to play PS2 games because yeah. then I wouldn't need a PS2. But, yeah. okay, that's fine. I, hey, now that we're off the rails anyway, the, the, the PS2 Slim, the PS2 Slim, does is it backwards compatible with yes. PlayStation 1 games? Yes, it is. Okay, I might have to pick one of those up because I'm gonna get my brother back his PS2. I think I'm gonna pick up a PS2 Slim. I found him for like can forty I, can bucks. I, can it? Well, that's because the build quality of the bigger ones is significantly better. What do you mean? They last longer. The slims, mm. the slims die. Oh. I, I had two slims. 
mal malnourishment they, the weather's so slim yeah exactly they just die because they they don't get fed <laughs> enough uh <laughs> they don't get enough coffee crisps uh oh that was delicious <laughs> check okay. that out okay <laughs> no so, so, am i allowed to talk about my game yeah i was gonna say go ahead now okay <laughs> I all right when I bought when I was buying PS1 games off the PSN store and the PS3 like way back. Uh I had this obsession as a child with Tekken. Okay. With Tek Tekken 3 specifically. Played the heck out of that game with my dad. Played that game a ton. He always played Zenina. Don't ask me why my dad liked to play Zenina. I have no idea. Is uh, she scantily dressed? Yes, yes, she is. Uh, well, that answers that question. <laughs> point you of don't this, have to guess. Point of this is we had we had all the PS1 Tekken games at some point, right? But Tekken 2 is the only one that I ever know got released on the PSN store. Maybe other ones got released at some point, but I never bought any of them. I bought Tekken 2, played it for like five minutes, and then put it away. I was like, yeah, this isn't exactly what I remember it to be, right? And maybe maybe that's all my nostalgia for Tekken 3, or maybe that's, you know, the fact that Tekken 3 has, like, the fight mode where you, like, the streets of rage mode, basically, where you get to punch through streets. Like, through streets? Like, like, you get to go down the street and punch guys and eat chicken, and then the, the epic voices. It's, 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 like, it's like my everyday life, punch guys and eat chicken. Yeah. It's my life. Um, <laughs> Take that, Colonel. <laughs> oh, God. They never mind. They showed that South Park episode where they uh, I don't where, they, where, where they ban KFC in South Park. I, I don't. I don't. And it turns out it causes cancer. Uh, But OK. OK. And well, it turns <laughs> out it causes cancer by not eating it because. Oh, well, I mean, that's a known fact. Yeah. Uh, OK. Other than that, derail. Because this is what this show is. This is an absolute derail of John and Dave, uh, which is what we should have called this show. Oh, that would have been awesome. We could talk about anything. Yeah, that, God dang it. We, we missed opportunity. <laughs> okay, the point is, um, so I, I get to play. I sat down with Tekken 2. And I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play this for a committed amount of time. I unlocked all the characters because that's basically just playing through arcade mode like a bazillion times. Um, here's what I realized about Tekken. And the reason that I don't really like fighting games anymore. Uh, the only way to play them, especially new ones, is online with people. And uh, people online are ridiculously good and kick your butt like it's not even fun. Right? Yes. And the reason that Tekken 2 isn't fun by myself is because that fighting games aren't any fun alone. Yes. So if I had somebody else here who wanted to play Tekken, I may have had a better time with it. What I will say is that Tekken's stories are stupid. Um, <laughs> yeah. well, well, and the uh, most obvious statement of the day. Uh, and it really wasn't that fun. It doesn't hold up. Uh, I mean, I guess it's better than playing in an arcade machine, in my opinion, just because I don't have to put quarters in. That's literally the only reason. We had a Tekken 2 machine in the ice rink when I was in like middle school, that was the thing uh, that I used to play when, when girls didn't like me. That's a thing. Uh, so, so, so that, that is a thing. Um, so I want to give you some insight into the mind that is Johnny casino. So I watch a lot of scrubs, the TV show scrubs. Scrubs. 
<laughs> and I live my life visually through like the absurdity that is like what he thinks about on that show where like someone will say something and then he'll visualize it in a certain way. Right. Yeah. You know how he does that? Yes, I know. Exactly. So, I love that show. Yeah. So, th- th- so this is how I live my life. People will say stuff and I, I, I often try not to bring it up because no one else will find it funny. But I just want to let you know what I was picturing as you were telling the end of that story with the thing being in the skating rink. I pictured it being in the rink. Like you're skating <laughs> in a circle playing this arcade. I, I would love to see like a little comic drawn of, of Dave skating one leg up in the air, obviously, because that's how Dave would skate. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. It's just that's just how I picture someone going. I don't know. What do I know? I live in Houston. Um, and, and and like, you know, hitting the buttons and, and the joy, you know, and I don't know how you play arcade games. Uh, going going around there. This is what I was picturing. That's a little a little uh window into my mind. I'm I'm sorry to expose you to this. No, this machine was next to the food counter in the little side wing that no longer exists at all. They redid the whole rink, and I've never gone in there since they redid it. Um, no, but my point of this is I don't think fighting games are fun. I, I, I have to agree. I, well, okay. I, 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 I had a lot of fun playing Pokemon Tournament with Jeff, but that was literally the only one time I played Pokemon Tournament. So I, I'll play Smash Brothers. I love Smash. Smash Brothers is a whole other category to me. But It, it is. It is. I, I, I agree. But I'm not like I won't. If I get a new Smash Brothers game, I will play it a lot just to start unlocking everybody. Yeah. But I'll very rare that I'll play it by myself. Uh, ben loves Smash Brothers. So when he comes over, we'll play that together. And then my son Ryan loves to play Smash Brothers. So uh, when I'm just like, hey, I'll play a game with you, that's a lot of time what he picks. Um, and that's fun. And that's fun because of the different characters and whatever else. Outside of that, I, I don't like fighting games. Uh, I do own Street Fighter 2 for the Super Nintendo. But that's because that's like an iconic fighting game. Like, like, like for for a retro collector, I think that's kind of like a must-have. Right. Um, so I picked up that, and I'll play it some. I know two moves, and one of them is just hit the button as fast as you can, and the arm starts flying around like crazy. Something like that. Uh, <laughs> but if I play somebody, if I play someone that has any skill at all, I, I will get destroyed. Yeah. Um, and I will talk trash the whole time. I'm getting destroyed because it's easier to talk trash than it is to back it up. So I, I can think of, I can think of one fighting game that occupied me a ton by itself, and maybe I'll go back to it at some point. Right? Is it Clay Fighters? No, but I don't even know what that is. Uh Soul Calibur Two for the GameCube. I that is one I need to put on my list of games to get. That is one of my favorite GameCube games. As as a as a GameCube game collector, I think I need to have that one. I think that's yeah. a must. I think I'd love to hear what you think of that because I think I think the actual the single player, which is really just like a really addictive version of arcade mode. Really, it's all it is. Um, I think it's great the way I remember it, and obviously that's nostalgia speaking. But like Tekken Two. I feel like if somebody played it with me, like if my dad were to come upstairs and say, come play it, like maybe it would be fun. Well, that's because he'd be playing with this game's lead dressed woman. <sighs> okay. Where doesn't she get like, I don't some know. Tube with her boobs out. Like that's like the cutscene that you win if you beat the game. Okay. You, okay. So I, my, <laughs> my experience with Tekken is very minimal. Yeah. It's they, the, they, reason, they, the reason I like Tekken as a fighting game 
is because I understand the concept of how the combos work on like Street Fighter or like Injustice, where I feel like I just spam the same attacks over and over and over. Well, that's all where, I do. Where Tekken, I understand kind of what I'm doing to an extent because the the concepts behind the combos actually make sense to me because the buttons align with different limbs of the bodies, which is why it makes sense. Huh. I don't know if I felt so much that way with Pokemon Tournament, but I also played Pokemon Tournament for like two hours with Jeff only once, and I never played it again. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I played the demo of Pokemon Tournament, and I'm like, this. It's not for me. I mean, it's just it's just not. Uh, I played I said, one of the more recent Tekken games was free for Xbox games with gold. It was like it wasn't one of the games with gold, like the one that came out in a monthly thing. It was like there's some random one because like a new Tekken had been announced since they gave away an old one for free and i played it for a few minutes and i saw some of the characters i'm like if my wife sees me playing this game she will just leave me for good <laughs> so, did you add the uh did you add the uh the expansion that unlocks like the costumes for everybody to be wearing as minimal clothing as possible no because that's a real thing that people do maybe that's not in tekken anymore <laughs> I, I i don't know but no <laughs> i don't know either it's, so, it's anyway. a, you know, it's actually kind of one of those games that you're not really proud of to say that you played it. Well, the, but there's those people that just love playing Tekken as a fighting game. Yeah, and I think I think for that, I think it's an okay fighting game. Oh, uh, but I think it's got its issues. Yeah, I my 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 shelved and forgotten opinion is it can remain shelved and forgotten unless somebody goes comes over and says. Hey, you've got Tekken 2. And I'll be like, yeah. They're like, I love that game. I'll be like, all right, let's play Tekken 2. That's fine. But other than that, I don't think I'm ever going to play it again. I respect that. Okay. What did you play, John? So I, too, was going to play a N64 game. And I actually started to. I, I, I got lucky. Uh, I, I played two games this week. And I'm glad that I did because I need to save one of them for our next episode. Because I'm because of the way my week's been this week and my weekend, um, I, I'm not going to be able to get real far into another game. Uh, so I played an N64 game. I played it for a while. I I needed to take a break from it. I put it on hold. That game I hopefully will finish up before our next episode, and I can also play that one around my kids. So that works out well. So because I needed something else to play. And the opportunity presented itself to just sit down and play for a while. I ended up playing Uncharted, the the first one. Oh, I'm so excited! <laughs> oh, I will tell you. So let me just start with this. Did you hold I, on? Did you listen to my Crash Bandicoot bonus dis- discussion that I did on my YouTube channel? I don't think so. Is okay. it recent? Yes, like a week ago. About PSX, I'm, about PlayStation Experience, and and the Crash Bandicoot announcement. No, uh, no, I don't think I caught that one. Okay, so, because I think you're gonna. I I made a comment that I we're gonna talk about. Okay, so okay, so first of all, I went into this game with pretty high expectations. One, because everyone talks about how much they love the series. Um, two, because. My favorite genre 
I think, or the genre I think I enjoy the most uh, right now is the action adventure game. Oh God. Okay, here we go. Well, here's <laughs> but here's the thing, right? Is here's my here's the thing about for me with action adventure games. Um, there's enough stuff going on. There's usually an a, an a okay to great story depending on the game. Right. Um, you're not constantly having to do something quick. Right. You have those periods where you're walking around, um, but not in the way that you that it gets frustrating and old. Okay. Um, you can put it on a difficulty level, and I, I play every I play all the games on normal, right? So I don't I don't I'm play on super hard I'm, or easy. I'm proud of you. Um, I, every time I play through Uncharted slash Last of Us slash whatever, I just put it on easy. Oh yeah, no, I don't. And, I don't and, do it's, that. and it's mostly because I want to get through the story. Well, so I, I mean, I like having a little bit of a challenge. Um, but I don't I, know. I, I, I find it challenging either way. Oh. <laughs> It's just uh, how bad I am, but that's fair. so. Did, well, okay, so first of all, did you play Rise of the Tomb Raider? No, I didn't, and I want to. Okay, Rise of the Tomb Raider was such an amazing game. Like, so when I when I got my Xbox, the free game with gold was the was Tomb Raider, the definitive edition. Okay, right. Then Rise of the Tomb Raider came out, and I got that last Christmas. I played through it, loved it. Um, and then, so now I'm playing this and this is male Tomb Raider. Like that's what, that's what Uncharted is. I've heard people say it, but it's true. There's no doubt in my mind. And here's the thing for me, right? I don't care who your main character. I don't care if you're a woman. I don't care if you're a man. I don't care if you're gay or straight or black or I don't care. I don't care. Like, I don't, I mean, <laughs> it, if there is some definitive thing about that person, it better somehow it better somehow like play into a story. Like I wouldn't want the main character to be a hermaphrodite and then there'd be no reason, you know, like not right. playing to the story. But if, but if they are a hermaphrodite, I don't care. Right. Right. Gotcha. No, I don't care. I don't care if it's a man or a woman, but it, it's, it's the same game to me. Like the way it plays is the same game. And, uh, so, so I, I, I played it. Um, I put exactly eight hours into it, uh, to beat the game. Uh, I got, I don't know, 20 of the little treasures that you find. Um, I thought the story was okay. Like, I don't know that I thought it was amazing, which I think some people, it's the first one though. Yeah. And I've heard, I've heard the first one is like the worst of them. Yeah. But still a great game. So, um, number two and three, by the way, uh, (laughs) so those will get played at some point for this. Um, the control i thought the controls were fine uh overall i just i mean i really enjoyed the game like it was so much fun i i i got to the point where like i didn't want to put it down i just i wanted to play straight through it right um i uh my goal like when you look at the weapons the pistols the one i always wanted to use i would use the machine guns at different times but the pistols the one i wanted to use i used the I, machine gun in the scenario that there's a lot of guys, which is not yes. not that often, but there are a few scenarios where all right, let's just knock these guys out. <laughs> um, yeah, I, but you're right. No, I would use I use the pistol mostly too, but yeah, I, I used the pistol and I was always going for headshots, and not because 
not because I think it's, I don't know. It's just like what I wanted to do. Okay. And I'm not that guy. Like I'm not that I'm, I'm not a, a first person shooter guy. Like I don't play those games. I suck at them. Um, but there was something about like that first, and, and I also don't care about achievements, but it was kind of cool to see that first one where it starts telling you like every time you get like 50 headshots. Yeah. And so, but I, I like doing that because one shot kills if you get them in a headshot and they're not wearing a helmet. Right. Right. Um, so I, I, I thought the, the duck and cover thing was okay. It was, it, I think it worked pretty well. Um, I like the fact like it, along with Tomb Raider, I think does it the same way that if you start getting injured, you just kind of hide out and don't get hit for a while and your, and your health builds back up. Right. Uh, me as a not great gamer, that's kind of a, like that, that's something that I kind of need. Whereas in like the last of us, you don't have that, but I think for a good reason. And I was realizing this when I was playing The Last of Us uh, yesterday for a little while. Um, the fact that you have to have the med kits, which I was blowing through, um, the fact that you have such limited ammunition is what gives it that like super intense feeling. Right. And that's something you need from a game like The Last of Us. But whereas in Uncharted, it, it just feels like this is a, a just a fun go get them type game. I like Uncharted better for that reason. Uh, yeah. I mean, but you also play the last one with the lights on. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't sure how I was. I wasn't sure what reaction I was going to get out of you there, and I was a little disappointed by that. <laughs> I'm not ashamed to admit it. <laughs> um, those clickers freaked me out, dude. That. Well, hey, could you see that? I'll tell. I'll tell you. The last of us. There. The. There. There is no way that like zombies just start rising from graves right but there is this like possibility that the human race gets this weird infection that makes us extremely dangerous to other you know living things right that is a reasonable possible thing that can actually happen i know it's unlikely but i think if if, if we're gonna die of weird zombie apocalypse nonsense that's how it happens we all get sick we're not actually dead. The concept of the living dead is stupid. Uh, so the idea that, that a bunch of people get this like weird parasite infection that grows things all over them and start making these weird clicking sounds and start attacking people like that seems like. I don't know. That seems way more scary to me. Well, do you. Kind of goes off in this weird world. Right? But Uncharted, you follow, Uncharted you, isn't scary, <laughs> and I don't need it. No, 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 not 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 at all, not at all. But do you follow Chelsea Capri on Twitter? I heard her on. I heard her talking on on one of the shows. I don't remember. Oh, what. that's what it was. It wasn't the Twitter card. Yeah, it was. It was them. They were talking about it, right? Yeah, and she said she did it with headphones what? on. No way. No. I no want, way. I'm not going to do that. After hearing her say that, Sean, if you're listening, tell. Tell your wonderful wife that she has inspired me to play it with headphones if I can figure out how to do that. Um, I want to do it with with surround sound headphones on. Yeah. No, I can see it and, being... Oh, my God. That would be so, so amazing. I can see like, it I, being amazing. Uh, I just don't want to do it. <laughs> so, anyway. so I want, yeah, to play, I, I want to play Uncharted that way now. I, I mean, I don't... I don't think it had the same effect. Like, I think it'd be good. But I don't think it had the same effect. And actually, what I might need to do is I might just need to bring my PlayStation upstairs. Yeah. And play. I have surround sound in that room. I mean, that would probably um, 
kind of come to the same effect, right? Uh, yeah, as long as it's putting out in surround sound, yeah. Um, so, so I, 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 just, I had a great time. Like, I, when I got done playing that, and it wasn't one of those things where, like, at the end of it, and the same thing with, with like, Rise of the Tomb Raider. At the end of it, I wasn't like, oh my god, this story, oh, this was so amazing, or anything like that. But I got to the end, and I was like, that I, I was fulfilled. Yeah, I enjoyed it. The gameplay was great, and I'll, t- I will tell you, that made it one more push for me to go out and just <laughs> go buy a PS4 because then I could have, because at the time I didn't have number two or three, right? And I could have gone bought PS4. I could have gotten the Nathan Drake collection. I could have gotten uncharted four and played through all of them. Um, but you know, I don't, I don't need to do that. I, I think the Nathan Drake collection looks way better, especially the first game looks way better on the Nathan Drake collection. Well, I'm sure. Um, uh, it's it's an okay reason, but you're right. It's still cheaper to buy both the games. <laughs> yeah, which is which is what I did. Like I, I now own number two and number three. I've tested them out. I know they work. Um, I'll get a PS4 in time, right? Okay. So here's here's the last the, the last thing I want to say about this, and it kind of leads into my my discussion topic. Is okay. I have one more thing I want to say about oh. Uncharted. But go ahead. But, no, go ahead. Go. No. You say you love the gameplay. I yeah oh you said you wanted I, to talk about the mechanics so talk to I think about- I think it's getting I think it's stale and not that exciting I think in, I in think it's way? I think it's fun I think it works and maybe this is because I tried to go right into Uncharted two and then I played The Last of Us which is different but similar let's not you know let's not even it's still duck and cover shoot yeah I. Naughty Dog is an amazing team and I want to see them do something else and I don't need I don't need another duck and cover shoot game like I really don't from them like this so many other people are doing this I played Gears of War it was almost the same thing I I, I did not like Gears of War I didn't either it's probably an unpopular opinion right there but I I had the original one and when I got my Xbox I had the Gears of the the Gears of War the same exact yeah, we played the same one, and I I ended up selling it because I just I I didn't did I sell it or yeah I, I have it digitally I couldn't sell it I'd gladly sell it if I could yeah I I sold it I just I couldn't get into it it's just not my but see that's why I liked Uncharted because Gears of War is a let's go blow our way through people right it's a it's a it's no, a third person shooter but it's it's constant duck and cover whereas. Whereas with Uncharted, you're only like the the fight scenes are duck and cover, and I and I understand like, and but, I mean, but it's all that like it really is like sure there's a couple puzzles thrown in there, but it really most of the time is let's make our way across this thing and shoot these guys and hide behind this thing then shoot these guys and then hide. No, behind- no, no, no. There, there, the perc- Okay, I can't tell you an exact percent, but I would say I would say maybe half the time you're doing that. The other time you're trying to figure out how to get up stuff. You're you're shimming across walls. You're oh, but shimmying your... across walls is holding a direction and pressing X. Hey, I'm really good at that. It's not. It's not. It's not a lot going on there. No, I know it's. It's I, not. But but like I. That's one thing. Like I enjoy. I enjoy the whole like moving through the environment. You know, um, I enjoy. Like okay, how am I going to get to that spot? up there and you know what else and 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 this actually i forgot to mention a second ago what you know what's really nice about this and they also do it in the last of us 
is if you start wandering around an area for too long, they will have a hint button for you so you can figure out where it is you're trying to go. Yeah, because I, I hate it. I hate it when I'm playing a game, even a linear game, and I start going in the wrong direction and I just cannot figure out where to go. I hate that. I hate it. It makes me want to choke babies. I don't actually choke babies. I he has babies already. I think we might need to call somebody. Uh, <laughs> here's here's my real opinion on that. Okay. I hate games when they make me curious to go off in other directions, like Uncharted, where there's treasures and things to find. And I'll I'll be like, okay, well, I'm almost done, but I'm going to look around this area, and then I'll put the game down, come back, and I have no idea. I have no idea where I was going. And I cannot, I cannot respect a game when I can't figure that out anymore. Okay, so on, on that note, I started playing a while back. Um, it's like the Legend of Zelda Oracle of Seasons. Uh-huh. Right? Now, very different game than yeah. this, right? Uh-huh. But you have a lot of a lot of room to kind of like go wherever you want to go. Yeah. I put the game down for a week. I picked it back up. I could not even use a walkthrough to figure out where I was and where I was going. Right. I, I had to stop playing the game because I just couldn't figure it out. There's nothing to tell me. No hints, nothing. I, I, I was just stuck. I have not finished that game because I. Because I forgot. Yeah. And I, I, and that's, uh, but that's, I never, I never felt that way with Uncharted. No, but that's because they always have that hit thing. Yeah, and, and, and like I said, in the same thing, same thing with The Last of Us, they have the same. Yeah, hit and where you where you plow through it, I I played it over the course of like two weeks, maybe maybe three weeks. I played Uncharted. Oh, I played over the course of like three days. Yeah, you, you get more time than I do. Uh, <laughs> uh, depending on where I am in my schedule, yeah. 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 Uh, so I I never felt that way with Uncharted because it will always repoint you back in the right direction, and I and, yeah and. Because it'll do that even if like you're stuck, like you could usually figure out what you're supposed to be doing with a walkthrough, like if you needed it. I only, yeah. I think I only did that. I think I only did that with The Last of Us when I couldn't find a stupid door. Um, but but the point of it is, is I think, I think Uncharted is as fun as it is. I don't think it's that like incredible so like gameplay wise like i really don't and i just so what, I, what what's an example of a game that does it in a more exciting way for you that's still in that same general see, category it's, it's that genre it's that whole genre that bothers me i think and maybe so maybe what, it's me right okay but, but, do you but, like any but, shooting game but, like any of the games you're controlling a person like that i mean are there any of those that you really do like that maybe not in that genre but that would fit in the a, a larger category that that would also fit in Third person shooters. The only third I, the only third person shooter that I absolutely love to death is Splatoon. And that Okay, so and, so in general, you don't like any games and, and I'm and I'm not saying this in like a judging way, right? But so in general, you are not a a big fan of any games where you're a person with a gun. I like Halo. So are you more of a first person shooter fan? I like I like the old Halos, let's put it let's put it clearly. I like the first I actually got a I actually I like, got a Twitter conversation about the Halos today. I like the first three Halo games. <laughs> yeah, okay. And you know, here's the thing is with my Twitter conversation, that was the, that was the same point that um Josh Stapleton had made. Right. He he I think he maybe he and Sean Capri were talking or something like that. And I just jumped in the middle of it because that's what Twitter's for, right? Interrupting conversations. 
Yeah. <laughs> and I had never played Halo until I got it the the Master Chief collection with my Xbox One. Mm-hmm. And I played through the first one mostly by myself. And number two, three, and four, I played through with Ben. He would come over. That's the only time I played. We played multiplayer. I really enjoyed four. Right? I, like, never, I, played, I never really... I got to play four, like, maybe twice with people multiplayer, like, land party style. Kind of. Oh. So no, I never, I, I never really dove into four. But I didn't really like what I played with people. See, I... I mean, I, I, w- I would not have enjoyed the series probably at all had I been playing by myself the whole time. Right? I was literally doing some like, this is a piece of video game history I need to play. Yeah. Right. Uh, and it came for free with my Xbox. Um, but there was something like, I, I want to say it was like one of the opening scenes of four that I really enjoyed or like the vehicles or I, whatever. It was something. It was something about four that I liked it as much as the other ones. But I'm also, I'm not that Halo purist. Right. I didn't grow up making my way through the Halo games to be able to really see the big change. And you didn't uh, play hours. You didn't play hours and hours of Halo 2 multiplayer. No, no. I, I, I played the original Halo multiplayer a few times, got destroyed every single time, threw my hands up and quit. Okay. So okay, so so are, are you are you in general I'm just kind of sick of third person slash adventure shooter games. I'm just gonna say it. Okay, oh, which is which is fine. Which, I mean, which is what makes me worried about things like Horizon Zero Dawn or Yeah, but I mean, I haven't seen a lot. I really want to play Horizon Zero Dawn. No, it looks amazing. Like the concept looks amazing, but I feel like I will be hurt by the mechanics of that game. Like in the sense that I feel like it's gonna be like an action adventure where I find myself doing the same thing over and over and over. Which is kind of how I felt with Uncharted. Uh, like, I mean, I sure, can... sure, Uncharted gave me the jet ski, and the jet ski was really cool because it was like totally. I crazy. was so annoyed for the jet ski because I didn't realize for a while I could make her shoot. And I just like, how do I get through this without someone being able to shoot people? Yeah, you have to shoot. Yeah, I didn't realize that for a while. Okay, well. I'm a terrible gamer. <laughs> I figured that out. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you use a walkthrough to figure out if the person can shoot a gun. No, I uh, didn't use a walkthrough. I I assumed that when there were dudes shooting at me, I could shoot back, and I pressed the button, and you could shoot. <laughs> I I just I just thought it was one of the things where you just had to keep going, and they would miss because you were continuously moving, and that was the way that it was designed. It turns out not the case. And the bombs, like you hear parents say, "Shoot at the bombs." I thought that was the bad guy telling the other bad guys to shoot at the bombs. Dave, are you there? <laughs> no, I, and maybe, and it, maybe it's because I went riding on Charter Two. I played The Last of Us. Like I played these all really concurrently, but I don't. It's not a genre that I love to begin with. Yeah, I, I guess if I play Tomb Raider, am I gonna feel like I'm playing the exact same game? Because that's what I don't want, and I want to play Tomb Raider, but I also just don't want to duck, shoot guys, then duck, then shoot guys, then duck, then shoot guys, there, then, get, I mean, then get on a jet ski, shoot guys. Like I don't really. Well, care. there's no jet skis. Damn. Um, <laughs> you're climbing on a mountain. Okay. Like so, a snow-covered mountain, and you're always wearing your snow gear, so you're you're not that that super sexy Laura Croft in the tiny clothes thing anymore because you're wearing like like a like a giant snowsuit. That's and it's crazy. crazy. They've actually made her look realistic 
I guess, you know. Um, I also still don't know which one of those comes first, Rise of the Tomb Raider or like Dawn of the Tomb Raider. Like both of those sound like the same. Is it, are those the what two is games? Dawn of the Tomb Raider? Is it Dawn of the? It's like something like that. Well, there's Tomb Raider. No, no, no. There's right, Tomb Raider. The- there's Rise of the Tomb Raider, and then there's another one. Oh, oh, the new one that's coming out that got leaked. The guy on the subway or whatever. No, it's the one that came to Xbox first. That's just called Tomb Raider. It's just called Tomb Raider: The Definitive Edition. Oh my it god! It came out on the 360. What? No, no, the new one. The, the old. There's only two Tomb Raider games on the Xbox. There are two, there are two Tomb. So it's just called Tomb Raider. Well, then which one comes first? Tomb Raider. But the one that's called Rise of the Tomb Raider. That's like the comes whole. <laughs> that's confusing. Okay. Yeah. Forget the names. The names <laughs> don't matter. But okay. So there are those points where you will be ducking. And shooting, but I don't remember that being a big part of Tomb Raider. Like a big part of it is, like there are guys you're gonna have to fight. Like it's it's gonna happen. But a big part of it is like like the tombs themselves are a whole lot of fun. Um, because you're not really worried about enemies in the tombs. You're just trying to figure out how to get a, around the tomb. It, it's a lot of environment stuff in, in Rise. Okay, so it's it's a more environmental puzzle game than Uncharted is, even though Uncharted has a couple oh. little things. Yes, yes, most definitely. Well, that's the least favorite part about Uncharted. I just found those frustrating. So, uh, okay, that's fine. I, tell I think it's amazing. But, but I mean, let's like go said, to your topic because I've derailed this into this nonsense, okay. nonsense loop of me not liking. I, I, I want Naughty Dog to make me another genre. I want them to make. I want, I want Naughty Dog to make a fighting game with a good story. Yes. Okay. So, all right. So this is my last point about that game. And I kind of mentioned a second ago, but it leads into my topic. So I picked the game up for $5 at a pawn shop. Come to find out like GameStop has them for like six or seven. So it's really not that much difference, sadly. Um, and uh, it, it, it took me eight hours to beat the game. Right. So eight hours, $5. I think that's a great deal. But... What is that price point for you? The price compared to content that makes a game feel worth it, because there's some. Oh, it doesn't. It doesn't matter how long the game is. You don't have any because this is put. This has actually put me off before, and it shouldn't, and maybe less now. Uh, I've come to terms with with the fact that I actually have to spend money on occasion. Okay, let me put this into perspective. Okay, this is what puts it into perspective for me. Went to Star Wars Rogue One last night. We're not going to talk about that here. I won't ruin it for you. Good, um, so I'm not going to see it for another like week and a half, probably. Okay, but I won't say anything here. I spent what twenty three dollars on tickets. Yeah, I spent twenty one dollars on snacks. That's like forty five dollars, really, by the time tax yeah. and everything, right? So like, okay, but I got realistically the movie's two hours, and there was there were ads, so I got. Two and a half hour experience for $45. Yeah. So, and I know I got snacks, but at home I can make I can make a bag of popcorn for less than 15 cents. Yeah, but I mean I see games. I guess it's just the expectation, I think. Right? With the movie, you know that ticket prices have skyrocketed, especially if you want to go to a nice place. Like I plan on going to the studio movie grill, which I absolutely love. Um, but you know, you get the reclining seats and you order the food and you can eat and watch the movie and all that stuff. Right. But um, so, but so I pay 
$60 for an eight hour experience that I enjoy a lot. Or if I pay $20 for a, a 20 minute experience, I mean, sure. It's not, you know, it's not ideal, but like what uncharted uncharted is eight hours. Yeah. And you paid $60 for that at launch. And I'm not disappointed with the value that I got there because I think, I think it was at the time it was super impressive and, uh, it was a it was a really cool story, and it was really cool to see Naughty Dog step into a more realistic form, and like, like even God, people can shoot me for this, okay? No Man's Sky came out, piece of garbage. It's a bad game. There's nothing to do. That's the problem with it, right? Is it a bad game, or is it just not the game people expected? No, it's a bad game. It's objectively a bad game because there's nothing to do. It's boring. It's, I've seen people that will put so many hours into that game. That's because At the it, retro, every time and, I go to the retro game store, there's one guy is always playing that game. And ask him, and he just doesn't know. He just keeps going. He doesn't know why. He's just still playing. Okay. He, no, he loves it. Okay. I find it extremely boring. Ex- sure. Extremely boring. And most and most games, I will I will argue that I they're not for me. But they're not necessarily boring. I think No Man's Sky is just a boring game, right? I paid sixty dollars okay. for that at launch with with the hype, right? I kind of regret that purchase, but at the same time, as the first time that you launch off a planet, especially in my case where I got like the most toxic planet you possibly could get in the beginning, <laughs> and my resources were nowhere near my ship. You find everything, and you finally take the ship off, and you you rise up into what is actually a full-blown universe to explore that that moment of experience is worth some mode of value maybe not 60 dollars, which is what i paid for it but if you find it now you're gonna pay what 30 maybe max i have no idea that to me would be the right value even though that realistically i only played that game for like five hours and I'm not, so, and I'm not mad with my sixty dollar purchase. So I can't think of too many times I've been mad about the the, the money tort money content, you know, leveling of something I've actually paid. But a lot of times when I'm looking at a game, it will affect whether or not I want to dive into it. And for me, this happens a lot with indie games because the number of them that are you know our experiences and they're eventually going to be free on something no not necessarily but that's how you feel like like i have to i have to fight with i have to fight with like is it worth the the money so okay let me give you an example of one that uh i'm I'm playing right now is uh brothers a tale of two sons okay and i didn't bite on that game until it went on sale for five dollars now holy crap am i glad i did like I haven't finished it yet, but oh my god, that game is amazing! Right? Like, just have you played it? No, I haven't. Oh, it's so good. Um, but there's other games that'll be like twenty bucks, and I just can't bring myself to do it because I know it's only a few hours. And granted, it's probably a really good few hours, but somehow knowing that ahead of time, it makes it hard for me to dive into. See, I think I've gotten to a point where I've bought enough games 
and gotten crappy experiences out of them. The same way that I've seen just as many bad movies, right? That I'm willing. Sometimes I'm willing to take the risk. Yeah. Right. And because things are not, they don't necessarily have whatever value until I've put my own time and my own consideration into them. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. So, so it really does come down to the individual experience in the individual game and the individual person who's playing that game. Sure. I mean, right. it, so, when, so when you're for, looking at it retrospectively, but what about when you're looking at it before you make the purchase, knowing how long something's going to be? Does that affect you at all? I take, I take into consideration when I purchase a game, right? Either it's something that I desperately want on my own, like Crash Bandicoot, right? Or Rock Band or something that I, I immediately pre-order, right? And that's that's me making a, a call based on me choosing that I want to have this experience, whether it's good or bad, I want to take this risk. Okay. Right? The other consideration that I take into, into play, like my Forza Horizon 3, right? Is I take the opinion of somebody that I trust in in the community of of the internet, right? The gamer opinions that I trust, like Sean Capri, or like in the case of the Pokemon anime, where I trusted Derek Bidner and his opinion, right? To go in and watch or play that experience because they're telling me it's a great experience and I trust them and their opinion. Yeah. Because theirs seem to line up with mine previously. That's what makes me make the call, right? And so if there's something old and retro, right, I have those same kinds of resources to go back and, like, look up the reviews and say, I usually trust these people at IGN, or I usually trust, you know, the opinions of, like, Classic Game Room or, you know, whatever, to tell me their thoughts on this game. And then I will I will make my call from there. Yeah. I I I don't I don't hold a a a money to hours ratio at all anymore. Especially considering I buy so many things and get like I buy games like for sixty dollars like Pokemon Tournament where I bought new because I won from my childhood I wanted I wanted a Pokemon fighting game right. Yeah. Dress the Tekken series. Right, so that's enough for me to say I spent sixty dollars and I played that game once with Jeff. Well, and you know, with with brand new games like the big, the you know, the AAA games or whatever, you know, those ones I don't think comes into nearly as much. Um, I mean, I like now because of you know where my life is at this point, having a eight to twelve hour game is perfect for me. I'm not that guy that wants a 60 hour, hundred hour game. Um, I'm not usually either. Even though like oh, the, God, the, the new Zelda game, I have no idea how many hours I'm going to sink into that, but I, I don't either. I, I want to, but I want to put, willing to do it with that one. I, I want to put all the hours I can into that, but I don't know if I can. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I, I will. Uh, I mean, I have, I have spe- without the game even being released, I have specific goals for that game. Like I, I will hit every one of those little dungeon type, things all there's like however many of them and whatever else so like i will put time but i can do that over a period of time like i don't need to beat that one right away i'm, I'm willing to draw that one out while I'm playing other stuff um but with, with the big triple a games like okay i know a big triple a game coming out it's going to cost 60 bucks i I can figure out do i want it bad enough 
okay, I will pay that. If not, okay, I'll hold off a little while until I get it used. Um, but just with the, some of the smaller games, and I look at them and I'm just like, ah, it's like, do I want to pay 20 bucks for Inside? I really want to play Inside. I still haven't played it, but I, I don't know if I'm to pay 20 bucks. Uh, the Witness, when The Witness came out, um, it came when it came over to Xbox, it was 40 bucks. I'm like, do I want to pay 40 bucks for The Witness? I have so many other games to play. Do I want to pay 40 bucks for it? It went on sale. I ended up paying like, I don't know, 25 or something like that. And holy crap, am I glad I did. That game is so amazing. Okay, but so the question is when you look back at it, if you had paid 40 for it, do you think- I would not have been disappointed. Okay, so that's that's my point. Yeah, I, I look at I me mean, retrospectively. I mean, it, and that's why the whole hindsight twenty twenty is something people say it's, play more than they should. It's it's like Sony putting out these these remasters like Ratchet and Clank in the Crash Bandicoot game, right? And yeah. they're saying it's like forty dollars. That's an absolutely not even a question, right? If it were well, sixty, you also know what you're getting out of it. No, I know, but if if it were sixty, I might go well i could buy all three original games and probably a playstation one you know that would be awesome if if i tried hard enough to get those games and play the originals right like i like so then i have to kind of turn my head and go do i really want this i do like that's not a question but like that's that's where it gets weird for me right and it's it's things like Super Mario RPG. We'll go back to this for a second, right? Like that game is fifty five dollars to play yeah. on, to play it on the Super Nintendo, and like, but that's something you buy as a collector, not buy as a game to play. I know, and that's where that that line gets weird and fuzzy and phrase out. Like I don't know. I I I'm usually. Price price doesn't really ever determine what buys me a game, though. And not that I have endless disposable income, because I don't, right? But I don't I don't go, I don't look at games and go, God, that's sixty dollars and it's only eight hours. Like I look at that and I go, I really want to play that and I'm gonna buy it. And that's what yeah. I do. Yeah, I'm trying to get more that way. But I'm also, with all the old stuff I'm trying to play and the stuff I'm trying to play for this show, like anything new that comes out, like I have to really think, okay, am I going to have time to put something into something? No, new? I put, I put, I put all new games get put aside. <laughs> yeah, for, for our later. I, you know, so you know what I'm really excited about on that statement alone is whenever the Switch comes out. And the Wii U is officially dead. I mean, people could say that Wii U is officially dead now, but yeah. I won't. I won't call it. It won't be last gen until the Switch comes out. Right. Right. When that happens, we're going to have to have an episode, and we'll prep for it ahead of time. Of what games did we miss out on on the Wii U that we can now talk about on this show? Which I can't wait for. That's going to be so much fun. But but like like that for example like I look at things like Xenoblade Chronicles and go eh, I don't know about that. See, I mean, I'm, I'm still I, so I have I have Xenoblade Chronicles X. Yeah, that's the one I t- that's what I mean. And oh, I've put 25 hours into it, and I barely scratched the surface. And it's 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 I mean honestly it's too much. Like I don't need that in my life. Yeah. 
I will probably play it more. It'll probably become a game that I play for this at some point. Even though I put 25 hours into it, it's it's on the shelf and I've definitely forgotten about it. <laughs> right? Um, but geez. I got a couple games that I was looking at my shelf this morning right before we started. I was going like, hmm, what do I still need to play for this show? And I've got like three games on there that I realized that I bought that I'd never even touched. Nice. There's even a couple games on my shelf that are still wrapped in plastic. Oh, see, I don't do that. I, I always test I, them rare, I rarely do that. Well, when they're brand new. When they're brand yeah. new, I don't, I don't need to test them. No. Okay, so let's move on from here. All right. Do you, do you have a, a topic you would like to? I want to talk about on? Super Mario Run. We could talk about that. I played that game. Hey, we're friends on that. I know, right? Isn't it crazy? You're like Johnny Casino or something. I was expecting to see Johnny Guru. I don't know. No, but the Nintendo Guru uh, and uh, Marty Estes, both of them I'm friends with on there. I don't have Marty. Marty, what he, are you he, doing, Marty? Do you follow him on Twitter? Yeah. He put his thing up on Twitter. Okay, Marty. Thanks so go not. back to it. I sent Justin an, in a personal text message. Yeah, Justin yeah. added me. <laughs> look, at, look at that. I got <laughs> connection to the Nintendo dads personally. Hey, hey, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Justin sent us both snacks. <laughs> he did. He did. <laughs> and it was amazingly appreciated. Um, but, you know, you know. I, okay, so so I'm gonna get my one quick thing here, and then you you go on with your topic. But I am not good at Mario Run. I'm gonna play. I don't think anybody's good. At, I don't think anybody's good at Mario Run. No, no, no. I no. I I've seen the scores of some of these other people. I've seen, and that's why I brought up Marty and and, and Bobby is because I've seen their scores and how far below them I keep falling. I think you're like the one person I've seen a bet. I've like gotten more coins in a couple times on some of these things. I think it's super fun. I think it's super addictive. I God, here's what I'm going to say. And this is really my topic with, with Mario run. And this is a whole nother gaming related topic in itself, right? The internet, the internet itself tried to sour my opinion again before I even got to try Mario run. Right. Meaning How so? People who went to the Apple store and played it early were like, yeah, it's an endless runner. It doesn't It's not really that fun. Um, it's kind of mediocre, honestly. It's uh, it, Sometimes the taps don't work. Uh, it's not It's not that but good. Who, but who are these people, though? I mean, that, these, and that's what these, you got to look at. They, like, are these Nintendo fans? Well, yeah, and see, that's the thing. These are Nintendo fans, and these are Nintendo really? people who like things. And since then, they have kind of changed their opinions since they've gotten the full games, right? So I'm not, I'm not even going to call them out here. Right. But and and obviously you hear what you want to hear when you listen to things. Right. Same thing applies to people who listen to this show. Right. But. The way that I took their their early impression conversations that I listened to. Was that they came off pretty negative towards Super Mario Run. The demo yeah. at the Apple store. Um, And I was. I was legitimately concerned that it was going to be a stupid, dumb, endless runner that wasn't fun. But were you? But you were still ready to go on it, though. Yeah, and I, I look. I'm a Nintendo fan, and I'm I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not. First of all, it's free to play to start, right? Like, yeah, I, I'm not gonna ignore that. And and pretty much immediately, I just hit buy because I knew I was going to do it anyway. Yeah, um, okay, so we. 
Did you see that button like right at the beginning? Because I kept playing, trying to find a point where it would give me the option to buy. No, I actually think that's pretty well hidden. Um, like eventually it popped up in my face and said, hey, you buy this, please. Yeah, no, I bought it. I I I I played it for a little bit, played some toad rallies, played a couple of the level the levels, and uh you, and you know what the problem with toad rally is? That you're better at it than me? No, I no, I need to I no, you have not popped up as one of my people I can play against, but Marty did, and I got destroyed and it took away some of my toads. I now have less toads in toad land yeah, actually, than I did before because Marty is way better than I am. Actually, that's the worst. That's losing the, your toads? That's the worst part about it, is losing your toads. Yeah, so I need to build up more toads, and I think I'm actually in last place of all my friends as far as, like, number of toads that I have. I think we're probably really close. You might be, know, last, you're probably ahead of me. I don't know. Last time I looked, you were ahead of me, but I also, I've only played it for about 15 minutes total. But I keep losing toads. Oh, well, don't do that. Every time I play, I lose toads. Well, then you need to play against people that you're better than. Yeah. The last, I mean, don't get me wrong. The last two times I played, I lost toads. Like, I think I'm going to hold off on the toad rally until I play some more levels through and get a little bit better at them. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this. The, the audience around gaming. This is another one of those games where I think you need to go in and make your own opinion. Like Star Fox Zero, right? Bring up the absolute worst hitting point ever, which deserves to be on a top 10 Wii U games list. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I tried, man. I know. Star Fox Zero. Star Fox Zero is one, another one of these games where people were complaining about the controls and saying it wasn't that good and it was just another retelling, right? And this is just another new Super Mario Brothers game with an endless runner slapped on top of it with, with tap controls and stop it, everybody. Like, if they had put a full-blown Mario game on iOS, that would significantly hurt Nintendo. Right? Why would we ever go buy another Nintendo console? I mean, I would. Yeah. I would, but I'm, well, di- I'm, a, I'm a different... I'm a different person, right? This, this is addictive, good, mobile fun without in-app purchase, with in, without in-app purchase garbage nonsense. It's just $10, which may help fix the mobile gaming industry, right? Like Nintendo, I think is the only ones who can do this. No, let's, let's, let's pause on that right there on that $10 thing. Here's the question I have. And I've I've seen one person's opinion on this, um, and I haven't found anything for a fact. I'm gonna have to find out. But okay, most things in the app store, you can you buy them, right? Uh-huh. So you 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 pay for it at the beginning, kind of, right? And then any other device you have in your family, you can put it on for free. Uh huh. So my son is being given my wife's old. Um, iPad for mm-hmm. Christmas. Yeah. And I haven't wrapped it yet because I knew this game was coming out and my son loves Mario. Yeah. But am I going to have to pay another $10 because it's I, because I don't know what happens when you do family sharing. Because I mean, most of the times, like, like I had uh, Never Alone or whatever it's called, right? And you pay five dollars for that, but you pay you don't have a demo and then pay five. You pay five dollars for the game, yeah, right. I can put it on any device because it's prepaid for. But this one, 
I don't think the, in-app the purchase. Is, I don't think in-app purchases is transfer between family sharing. Don't call me on this. I have no idea how that works. And this is going to be technically work like an in-app purchase, even though it's a one-time only thing. Right. So that's what worries me. I mean, uh, it's ten bucks, uh, and and my son, if he ever finds out I have it and he doesn't, I will have no choice. So I might as well just go ahead and do it early. Right. You're you're gonna end up paying ten dollars. Hi, cat. Please get out of my shot. Um. She even in my shot now. She's just standing in front of me. No, help! I thought you were talking about my cat. Hi, hi cat. Now that is hilarious. You have a you have a, you have a cat beard. <laughs> She's just staring at me. Although she didn't stand on my keyboard. Which... Yeah, I don't let my cats up on my up on there because they step on all my keys. I didn't let her up here. I'm putting you back down on the floor. Okay. <laughs> Dunk. <laughs> In case you, in case he was just listening and not watching, he literally threw the cat against the wall. <laughs> no, I picked her up and <laughs> dropped her. It's okay; they're solid and they land on their feet. Uh, show title. Um, I, I just, I just want to, I want to talk to you about this, like this, this internet, like basically destroying the opinion of something before you've even tried it. Well, but and that's. I, that's how, they, and this is why I don't have Facebook, because the oh, internet. I, I, is don't insa- look, I don't look at Facebook. I hate Facebook. The, the internet is this insanely negative place, and you just I, there's nothing. I mean, nothing any of us are going to do about this. It's just the the way the internet is, and and the vocal minority is going to be. It's a vocal, yeah. The vocal minority is the ones that are haters. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I've said my opinions of things, and I, not all of them have been positive, right? But I think. I think if you're a person who who likes Mario and you like, come on, everybody likes at least one endless runner, right? Subway, what's the Subway one? That's my favorite one. The uh, I have no idea. The only one I've ever really played, I played the Sonic one, which, well, it's Sonic, uh, and then the Minions one. I mean, that's and there's that's a minion, there's a Minions endless runner and endless runner. Yeah, it's called Minions Run. I have never played this. I mean, there's an endpoint to every level, but it's an endless run. Like you're just running and you just swipe. Up to jump, down to duck, left to right to change tracks you're running on, and you collect, collect bananas. <laughs> this sounds great. Um, yeah, it's free. But come on, like there, there's an endless runner that everybody likes, right? Like no, what? well, I wouldn't say that. I would not say there's an endless runner that everybody likes. I, I think there is a group of people that like endless runners, and I think there's plenty of people out there that just don't care about them because let's be honest, they are kind of worthless. Like they are just like mind-numbingly. Um, you know, just I'm bored. Let's do this type thing. And this is di- very different, though. This is not endless runner. I mean, this this actually takes some thought and stuff. Like, I mean, there's plenty of coins I've missed, and it's taken me a number of tries to get all the like pink coins or whatever color they are on that very first level. She takes some work to be able to, you know, actually play the game well. I'm just frustrated that 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 hey hey guys. Uh, day space seal of approval of podcast dropping because the entire internet crashed momentarily. <laughs> we're back. Uh, we were talking about Super Mario Run, and we're talking about how it's not just an endless runner, and how that that maybe despite the fact that you may think it's just another mobile game, or people can sour your opinions before you play something yourself. This is one of those scenarios in which I think it's worth giving it a shot. No matter what you think, I even put it on my mom's iPad. Yeah, well, I mean, if nothing else, get the demo of it. Right, play play through the demo, 
And, and and from there, you get to see enough of the stuff before you before you purchase it to know is there a chance you're going to have fun playing this. Like they they give you enough to get a good feel for it. Yeah, I I think it's worth a shot, and I I think I think I think when it comes to gaming, and we've kind of talked about this, John, with 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 your like what what makes the value worth it, kind of. But I think like you need to give your own your own impression of what it is right to say yeah this is something that i want to play and i think i don't think you should always listen like like the people that that said mario run is just another endless runner dumb mobile game before they had their hands on it i i respect their opinions most of the time right but certain things like star fox zero or this or whatever those things kind of change and i think when it's something that you want to play on your own you need to give it that shot and try it. Yeah, definitely. Gotta hate when internet drops. It brings like a like it brings like this wave of like disappointment over the yeah, end well, it, of the show. Like every time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it it does kind of like kill the flow. It does. That we had going. Oh man! Well, everybody. That was Sheldon Forgotten, episode eight. Holy crap, John! It was that episode eight. It really is. It's episode eight. We've done eight episodes together of this show, and really, all this spawns from just me hearing you on We the Gamer Cast and me saying, "I want to talk to that guy." You know, <laughs> it happens. <laughs> I got distracted there for half a second because I was trying to see if I had any good shelf puns. But I don't remember which ones I've used. Um, take care of your shelf. And uh, sometimes you need to treat your shelf. Mm. Those are the only two you've used. So Okay. <laughs> uh, of course, guys, this was Sheldon Forgotten. You guys can email your thoughts and your opinions, games you want us to play, other things to Sheldonforgotten at gmail.com. You guys can follow the show at Shelved Forget. On Twitter, you guys can follow me at DaySpace, D-A-C-E-S-P-A-C-E. You guys can support the show for as little as a dollar a month on Patreon at patreon.com slash DaySpace, where you guys can possibly contribute to my internet being better so that it doesn't completely drop out mid-show. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> for as little as a dollar a month, you guys can make this show possible every single week. And um, you can follow John at Johnny underscore Casino. John. What's up, man? I, you have closing remarks. You seem to have a thing. I, I'm just. I'm just going to trust you. So, well, here's. <laughs> so here's my final thoughts of the day. Okay. And, and it actually goes along with what you were just talking about. You know, some people just want to bag on something because it's the cool thing to do, or because they're on the internet, or whatever. But it's not really how they feel. Like don't. Don't listen to what other people on the internet are saying, and just be negative because they're being negative. You really got to be true to yourself. See, see what I did there? Be true to yourself. <laughs> this is the last episode of Shout the Forgotten, everybody. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>